0: Hi, my name is Umberto Mucci, this is the Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Wednesday, January 6, 2021, and today in Italy we celebrate La Befana, so Happy Befana. The data updated last night say that in Italy we have vaccinated 259,000 people, the 0.31% of the population. The region where the uh, most people have been vaccinated is Lazio, followed by Sicilia and Veneto. <clears throat> the ranking of the regions by percentage of vaccinations made compared to the doses delivered say that in the first three places from the top are Lazio, Tuscany and Veneto, and in the last three places from the bottom are Sardinia, Calabria and Lombardy. <clears throat> At the moment, Italy is in eighth place in the world for the number of people vaccinated, second in the EU after Germany. Vaccination plans have started slowly all over Europe, and there is a higher rate of contagion that is forcing to more and more severe and prolonged restrictions. Every country has major problems, not only Italy. France has vaccinated only 500 citizens so far. <clears throat> in the Netherlands, the head of government has apologized for the delays in the start of vaccinations in germany there have been a thousand deaths per day for a week now and great britain where now one citizen out of 50 has had covid has 60,000 new positives every day and almost a thousand deaths every day germany and great britain are in complete lockdown un- until february in the meantime italy is proceeding with restriction measures uh, decided week by week yesterday by the government uh, yesterday the government announced others They are so complicated, they seem so impossible to follow, and they change so often that by now many Italians give up understanding what they can do, where they can go, and when they can do it. What is needed is simplicity, consistency and accountability, and the Italian government proves otherwise every day. By the way, there are many possibilities that between now and the end of the week there could be a crisis and the government could resign. After the fights of the last months have defa- definitely increased in the last days. I'll keep you posted, nobody knows what will happen. Actually, nobody. <coughs> One of the examples of the confusion in the Italian government is school. Everyone says it's essential, and it certainly is, but since the beginning of the pandemic, the government has never shown a clear or even a tiny understanding of what Italian students need. Tomorrow school restarts and those who attend high schools have no idea if, when and how they will return to school in presence. Every day there is a new announcement, a change of plans, a continued fight between parties, between ministers, between state and regions. And I will spare you all the painful and long details. At the moment it seems that they will return to school in presence at 50% from January 11 and only in some regions, but there is no certainty. A survey has shown that the main words used by Italian students aged 14 to 18 to describe their situation are tiredness, uncertainty, worry, irritability, anxiety, disorientation, nervousness, apathy, discouragement. More than one student out of three believes that distance learning has worsened his or her scholastic preparation and 4 out of 10 believe that it has had negative repercussions on their ability to study. 50% of them have had problems concentrating during distance learning, while 40% say they have encountered technical problems. (coughs) 38% of students absolutely flunked distance learning, and half of them think they have completely lost a year of their lives. A year in which 85% of young people believe they have understood the importance of relating in presence, but which has profoundly undermined their approach to socializing and relationships. Six out of ten adolescents in Italy believe they have lost the ability to socialize. 63% say they have suffered from not being able to live out their adolescent sentimental experiences. (coughs) 57% believe their state of mind has worsened, and 52% believe the lockdown has put a huge strain on friendships. Only one in four young people in Italy believe everything will go back to the way it was, while 43% believe the pandemic will be a real watershed in their lives. I'm the father of a 15-year-old girl, and I assure you that it hurts like hell to read these things. (coughs) Hopefully, we Italian parents will be able to help our sons and daughters learn how to come out stronger from this nightmare. We have to. The good news (coughs) is that yesterday the Italian vaccine was officially presented, produced thanks to the research carried out at the Spallanzani Hospital in Rome, and then in small part thanks to all of you who have donated through the Italians uh, to the Spallanzani Hospital. The vaccine is safe, it will be a single dose and will be stored in a normal refrigerator like the one we have at home, so storage and transport are much easier than that of Pfizer. The the manufacturing company, also Italian, (coughs) will produce 100 million doses per year. The experimental phase will end in June, then it will have to be authorized by the institutions in charge. There are three other good news that I am pleased to tell you, and they are about what we Italians drink and eat. (coughs) The first good news is about Italian coffee. A new research specifically focused on consumption of Italian-style short coffee, known as espresso, shows that moderate consumption of 3-4 cups of Italian espresso per day is associated with lower risks of all-cause mortality and particularly cardiovascular disease-related mortality. The second good news is about Italian food. Once again, the gold medal for best 2021 diet went to the Mediterranean diet for the fourth year in a row. To judge the different diets, a panel of experts in heart disease and diabetes, nutrition, diet, food psychology and obesity (coughs) I review the research about the diets from medical journals, government reports and other resources. The experts score each diet on a number of different measures. How easy it is to follow, how likely it is to lead to long-term weight loss, how helpful and safe it is, and how effective it is at preventing or managing chronic conditions like diabetes and heart disease. As one of them said, Mediterranean diet is more than a diet, it's a lifestyle. It also encourages eating with friends and family, socializing over meals, mindfully eating your favorite foods, as well as mindful movement and exercise for a complete healthy lifestyle. The third good news is about Italian wine, particularly in the United States. Since January 12, America will impose new duties on several European products, but these decisions do not affect Italian wine, which is not touched by new duties that instead penalize our biggest competitor in this field, France and its wines. Italy is the main exporter of wine to the United States for a value of more than 1.5 billion euros in 2019, slightly decreasing by 5% in 2020 due to the COVID pandemic. The Italian wines most appreciated by Americans are Prosecco, Pinot Grigio, Lambrusco and Chianti, which unlike French wines had also escaped the first blacklist triggered in October 2019. Keep on eating uh, Italian food and drinking Italian espresso and Italian wine and buying Italian products. And please, please stay safe and stay healthy. My name is Umberto Mucci, this was with Italia News. I'll see you on Friday. Ciao from Rome.